0: And welcome once again back to the Crazy Poultering Podcast. Yes, I'm still joined by what has been affectionately called from my mom, Nick's Squared. (laughs) Um, We just talked about the Batman with with spoilers and without, so I make that clear in that. But they're also still here because, once again, it's been three months of seeing movies, and we are going to give you a catch-up on what we have seen. But also just there's streaming stuff too so that might get brought up too and I know for a fact that there's at least two older-ish last year movies that some of us finally saw and one f- did finally get to go see so this will be there. Um, but just in case you don't remember once again with me still Chicken Wood, Hi! and Mr. Nighthawk Nick Fargo <laughs> It's the bat now. Yeah. We'll have to talk about that. <laughs> um, so, guys, uh, other than the Batman, how, you you guys have seen enough to really get an idea about what you're... Mostly anime, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I know that Nick and I have seen majority of these together, but it's, there, there are going to be some that I know that he's probably seen that I've not. I know for... A fact maybe two I think maybe definitely two, one. two for me definitely but, one I'm not sure about the other one yeah and uh but these are going to be going all the way back to the beginning of the year we have to think back to January remember that <laughs> that happened <laughs> because I don't know that might be hard considering the first movie we saw oh yeah and which was this movie right here the 355. <laughs> as soon as it gets pulled up Downloaded. without the ad, you <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> pay us! <clears throat> yeah, the, that's the one thing with these ads. They get in the
1: way. Yeah, just demand them to pay you every time they Well, I'm decide. not that big. <laughs> just when they decide to play your podcast with their... Advertising just say like no pre-advertisements.
0: Have to say Stand up for right
1: yourself. You bump, I grab.
0: Oh, I like the new team. We'll take it from here. I've got four more agents out on the street. I got six. But thanks for the tip. Yavamama
2: para la
1: casa. I have two children.
0: A normal person I cannot this anymore. That guy's out right now. You go home. You bring them with you. Are you under control?
1: Are you? No.
0: We put ourselves in danger. So others aren't. That is the 355, which came out right at the beginning of January. Is that all we have to talk about? Is it just the trailer? Uh, just to go off of. To <laughs> 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 be fair, if you've seen the trailer, I'm pretty sure you've actually seen the movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it it, 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 was, it was a January movie. It was also written directed by Simon Kinberg, whose last movie was Dark Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> it was made by the same producers of Jason Bourne which if you could not tell it had that vibe yeah. um yeah uh all I'm really gonna feel like saying is that it's a very easy forgettable <laughs> there's there, there's clearly talent involved I love the cast yeah but Jessica Chastain is once again ruined by Simon Kinberg
2: um, and I really love Lupita Nyong'o and she was probably she was one of the stronger parts of the movie yeah I
0: actually thought that Penelope prop tried to yeah. bring something yeah, different and, side of it and uh, Sebastian Stan being the evil son of a bitch who clearly looked like he didn't want to be there <laughs> I mean he's even at one point putting his hand on his pocket I'm reading this line god damn it <laughs> um, and I would say the one ounce of realism I gave this was Pretty much everybody just drooling over Penelope Cruz. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, the guy that she's, like, trying to seduce, she doesn't even do anything, really. He's just like,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, but it was just easy to forget. Uh, the, the action sequences I thought were not that great, and I could see everything, like, coming as soon as it was going to happen.
2: Yeah, they it were it very predictable.
0: And, uh, it, and, and for a movie called The 355, it's only ever referenced once, and it's the very end, which the very last shot of the trailer was the last shot of the movie. Uh, so yeah, as much as I can remember that, I'm going to give that a D. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, I'm... I really don't have anything to defend that. Um, <laughs> because of the hotness, I'm gonna go D Because <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot, so yeah, that's true. Sure. That's
0: about it, you know. Um, and I'm just gonna assume here, Fargo. You have nothing to add here. All you have is us. What we're saying about it. <laughs> yeah, I I had no interest in seeing that. I was just like, yep, this is how the year's gonna start, yeah, a... how is, is this a sign of the year? <laughs> um, but, uh, a- after that, uh, Nick, do you have one that you want to bring up? Um, what was... I mean, next on li- my list, I don't know if it's the same as you.
2: Uh, well, I don't know if, where are we doing it chronologically? Yeah. Um, I don't think I have anything. Mine's Scream.
0: Yeah. Okay, well, then, yeah, the next one was s- Scream. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the technically fifth one, but they're not saying that.
2: <laughs> they didn't just do Scream 5, they just went to Scream.
1: Mm hmm. so far do you have a gun i'm sydney prescott of course i have a gun
0: something about this one just feels different and i'm gonna say i don't know how different (laughs) uh nick you want to kind of start this
2: (laughs) i'm going into it um i didn't really know what to expect because scream had kind of been an inconsistent franchise, well, especially since the first one, because the first one I think is brilliant. Um, but two and three I didn't like at all, and then four was okay, so I didn't know exactly where they're going to go with this. But as we've seen through a lot of the latest horror movies, they've been bringing back older people, yeah. And they oh, did a lot in this, apparently, Texas Chainsaw, which I haven't seen yet, but. They did it in this, and then you know, they brought back all of the the mainstays: Nev Campbell, um, uh, David Arquette. Um, brought back a, actually, they brought in quite a few of the young ones too, which they one of them was actually Dennis Quaid's kid, Jack Quaid, who is also in the boys, right? Yes, and uh, he definitely looks like his dad quite a bit. But you know, uh, I really like another actress, Jenna Ortega. She played Tara. Carpenter, I really liked her a lot. Um, as far as the movie goes, I actually, you know, thought it was okay. You know, I thought it was much better than four, three, and two. It will never reach one. I don't think anything will. But uh, it was entertaining. I thought the acting was pretty good. The predictability wasn't as you know easy in this one as I I thought the previous three were. And yeah, that's about all I gotta say.
0: Um. I, I feel slightly different as far as with the franchise as a whole. I actually don't mind two. Oh. Three is the worst. I, I have not revisited four since I saw it, and I thought that one was okay. Um, this, uh, I kind of was having the same problems as I was having with Halloween. I was like, you're just bringing back this IP. You're going to bring back these characters. These, you know, senior characters as far as they are in the franchise. Um, and you're going to try to bring, like, these newbies into it. Um, I uh, S- Samantha Carpenter, uh, I I kind of didn't really <laughs> like her that much. Uh, I, I personally found her to be very wooden. And there's a aspect about her character involving who her dad is that I was like, it's an interesting idea. But this weird execution that they bring back the character in a weird way. (laughs) I was just like, "Uh, this is kind of not supposed to be here. This shouldn't be here. It kind of felt like Nightmare on Elm Street kind of vibe with that. Because it is Wes Craven again's property. And then we're bringing in another one. Um, I thought that the the twins that were uh, Jamie Kennedy's... Nephew and niece oh, yeah. by technicality, I thought that they were okay, um, and I thought that the main girl's sister is was the best actress out of all of them, and yeah. she she had like the most shit gun. To and that's her. what I'm
2: saying, Jennifer Teeg is a great actress, and she's actually in that X movie coming up that I really want to yeah. see. Yeah,
0: um, and I mean, to me, I also figured out who the villain was. <laughs> pretty cool. I didn't. I didn't think it was that easy. And there. Are, There's also an actress in here that is, I feel like, starting to get plagued with being casted as the person that's going to get set on fire because she also was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. (laughs) That was so good. Yeah. Um, And uh, I just feel like that I don't know if they know how to continue this without it becoming stale. Because, again, I rewatched the first one. The first one is amazing. And it kind of felt like they were just trying to do that one again, so I, I'm personally going to give it a C
2: minus. I'm going B. I am going I think it's the second best in the series.
0: I think
2: they're they should just, stop.
0: They're they're not. They're not, but
2: I think they should. They they're not, not they...
0: Fargo now yet.
1: <clears throat> uh, uh, y'all are gonna have more to add until I get to my anime. <laughs> oh, you have
0: got one? I've got an, I've got anime. Several anime. Okay, jeez. Um, let's see. Let's, <laughs> so, yeah, so Scream fell on that. So, well, I know that my next one you did see with me, so. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Be, be, because it was definitely a uh, one that we grew up with mm. and then got delayed and delayed and delayed. Mm. But then, you know, it finally hit theaters and we finally were able to see it.
1: If they trust us to go to the bathroom, they're, they're less intelligent than I thought. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. Oh, so good. Got <laughs> beat. Just blowing people up. As, As if life's not hard enough. It's <laughs> one badass thing. It was Oh, There's Travis. It's the Texas <laughs> rat <roughsail>. Memphis? Uh. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: Oh, that's iconic. Jackass Forever, which at one point was my favorite movie of the year because of what we had seen. <laughs> and that's not trying to knock it at all, because I had a really good time with this. Uh, the Easily the number one thing I could say is that, are you a Jackass fan? If you are, you're going to love this. If you've never been into Jackass, this is not going to sway you one bit. Or, or if you're Bam Margera. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. Um, I, this was easily the most consistent I was laughing at in the theater. I, from the beginning, which I don't want to spoil <laughs> what that was, <laughs> but as soon as it got revealed, I was like, oh, God. I just go, Pontius! <laughs> yep.
1: And, Anything that has to do with that,
0: like, Pontius. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> just, just the fact that they are also acknowledging that, no, we cannot do this anymore. Yep. Uh, we Johnny Knoxville is going to be 50 this month, and he takes a shot from a bowl. Oh, my that God. That was so reminiscent of, was it the first one when he got hit by? Yes. Yeah. They even went back to it. And I was like. I can't even tell if this was worse or not, but his body is not the same. No. He broke a lot of things. Yeah. messed up his they, brain. Yeah, they even showed him, like, coming out of the hospital after that. Jeez. Um, and also, but the simplest thing is, this is not a narrative movie. It's just, it's just stunts. Um, and like how uh, Fargo kind of mentioned in the clip... There was one person that I just kept going, is that Travis? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it, looks like, it looks like somebody we know Travis just with more tattoos. <laughs> and Travis has more teeth. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> and, uh... The new guys I thought oh, were pretty great. good, yeah. but Rachel the, Wolfson. The, the yeah. Rachel, she impressed me the most. Oh yeah, she like was fearless. The
1: scorpion
0: botox, but, the taser, the taser and the tongue. Oh yeah, oh, God. Uh, but the the scorpion part though had my funniest thing from Pontius, oh. Pontius when the scorpion got down. Consent. Dirt. Yeah. <laughs> hey, twenty first century guys. Also, uh, Eric Andre
1: is in it yeah, and he's yeah. freaking hilarious too. Yeah. Like he's like, I thought I was just gonna get like a I thought I was just gonna get a snow gun. turns out. <laughs> well,
0: why would you join the set if you don't think you're gonna get messed with? <laughs> I can just pal around with these guys and nothing bad is gonna happen to me, right? Although I will say like I, I thought it was cool that they at least had BAM and
1: one stunt. For a split second. Yeah, you can barely see them, and you have to like look closely at
0: the slow mo repeat. And
1: they did it for a good reason. They did it.
0: They did it for done. They did it for done. But it, it's just the whole thing with Bam now. Yeah. And they're they're trying to figure it out, and like I give them credit and mm-hmm. they're trying to figure it out. Where we we still have something for that, but we can. <laughs> this is not great for us probably legally too, so. I commend them for that, but I feel like at some point one of those is going to really snap the other and go, okay, motherfucker, no more. I feel like Bam
1: doesn't have as much like, leeway, because it's all of them yeah. versus just
0: Bam. Yeah, That's why he's the one that's going to get cut. <laughs> yeah. And if he doesn't do anything to change that, it will happen. Well,
1: apparently he's in rehab in Florida, so...
0: Uh, Okay, but
1: he's (laughs) he's had other issues, and it always happens. Oh, yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like, at least something is being done, and we'll see. not saying it's gonna. I'm just saying,
0: we'll see. But I I feel like this was more of a celebration of them as, like, the jackass friends. Yeah. They always come back together and stuff. Uh, I was so happy that Steve-O actually calmed it down, even though he did some of the most ridiculous shit. Um Shins. Yeah. And clearly, Wee Man and Preston oh. wanted almost nothing to do with some of those stunts. <laughs> oh my God, Preston was just, when he said like, I sh- that's, my, that's my favorite scene of all movie. I shit myself. Like, I shit myself, and it's-
1: <laughs> I knew you were going to say it like that because like he,
0: he talks like that the whole time he's in jackets.
1: Oh, I shit myself. <laughs> Wait, did you? <laughs> Yeah.
0: But but there's a part with a vulture with Wii Man where it's just God. like No, I'm not having any of this.
1: And, no, I I love the um oh what is it called? The Dum Dum game or whatever. Uh, like the, the one nuts. with the flip-flops uh, hitting them flip-flops.
0: in the nuts. Oh. <laughs> I'll hit this button and it'll flip-flop will hit them in the nuts.
1: Who played the piano on Elton John's <laughs> and then like one of them was just like laughing because like he's like oh I know it. Oh
2: Aaron, is. he was always like mm-hmm, I know this. And then
0: like <laughs> then Knoxville hits Aaron in the nut. <laughs> no, oh, so, oh sorry, I slipped. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron, he still gets the shit. Oh my I god, don't know what he did, but but. When they, they Francis Ngannou
1: was yeah. like,
0: "Oh, that's not a light. That's not a fucking lightweight."
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was freaking
1: punch slow motion when it hit, him. <laughs> like, I was <laughs> "Guys, punch
0: registered as a truck coming at you at full is, speed."
1: <laughs> is it? Is that the hardest you've ever punched someone in the ding ding? <laughs> <laughs> ding dong. <laughs> Um, I'm a sexy boy.
0: I I actually absolutely lost it at like the, uh, was it uh, Silence of the Lambs thing that they did in the dark room? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Just, I, the, I I where could they thought stop. there was like a
1: snake in there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then they
1: opened. Yeah, the, I, oh my god! Imagine Bam in that stunt because Bam yeah, is Bam is like, terrified. Bam's
0: terrified of snakes. Oh my god! That would have been. The, and then when they opened up the room and <laughs> there was frying pans, like, <laughs> hanging <laughs> <tongue>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so, the... And pretty much, Chris Pawnee just showed up to do whatever he wanted to do with his dick. It was always a dick.
1: I was, he, I was disappointed by, like, the surprising lack of Party Boy, but... I know they did it, like, once, but, like...
2: But him and Steve-O did bring back the, uh the ghouls over that they oh, went, oh yeah. Oh, oh, oh. And that was they did that a long time ago. <laughs> <clears throat>
0: um that this did sometimes test my s- stomach a little bit. <laughs> oh yeah, the one uh, where
1: like <laughs> squished in between like the plastic.
0: Uh the a spider. They're, they're- there was other things. Oh, the
1: spider? That
2: shit got me, because yeah. obviously
0: you know damn well that I'm not, <laughs> I am don't do spiders, so... Yeah, I, I was just imagining him with that thing over his head. I'm like, he'd probably be trying to break that. <laughs> oh. Like, this would have been Aaron as soon as that spider would have went in and Nick was under there.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, I, dude, that's something... That but, would take a but lot that, for But me that to was do so it.
0: funny because the guy's dad oh, was, like was a awesome. hardcore badass, oh, awesome. and then you stick a spider in. He's like, <laughs> He's in prison all those years and he's like he's like, oh, this is gonna fancy season. He's like oh. I was like, oh dude, it's great. Oh, it's so good. Um and I d- and then like the rewatchability does become a factor for me. I was like, will these be funny the more times I see them? That's fair. Uh but I can't understate the fact of how much I did laugh in a the theater, and I felt like I needed that. Yeah. So I'm gonna give it a B plus. Okay, <laughs> okay so
2: I'll go. Um, for, I just want to say... you're going like... Well, we have been kind of doing that, but I was 13 the first time I saw a jackass stunt, and that was Steve-O and the goldfish. Or was it Steve-O? Yeah. Steve-O and the goldfish trick, and I remember... Donnie Knoxville saying it. I've been a huge fan of Jackass for 20 years. Um, I'm so glad that they did this movie. I feel like it was a passing of the torch to the new guys. I think they will do movies movies in the future because all the, the original guys are in their late 40s, mm-hmm. early 50s. Mm-hmm. So at this point, I think they're probably you're like, I'm done. So maybe they'll just be like behind the scenes from now on. But I absolutely loved every bit of this movie. Um, I cannot wait to buy it. Uh, I would still argue that it is my favorite movie of the year. Um, and I will give it an A. Um,
1: I love Jackass. Uh, when I was younger, my favorite cast member was Bam. I will say that. Um, but, like, I completely understand why Bam is not in this. Um, and it is for good reason. And these stunts had me laughing the whole time in the theater. Especially that Tyler the Creator one where, yeah. like... The, He's playing well, he's the, the piano. And he sits on it again and he gets shot. <laughs> he? Um, but yeah, I had a really good time with this and I'm going to give it a uh, solid B. Okay.
0: Um, I feel like the next one is also the same for us. Um,
2: yeah, I, I think. Licorice? Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, bit. The, the, what started to have the big Oscar talk and we kept on saying, When is it gonna come here? When is it gonna come here? It finally came here and that was a film called Licorice Pizza. And the was told her to go listen young lady, but her friend is nowhere to be seen.
1: So how'd you become such a high-shot actor? She walked
0: through her I was her. That's what I meant to do. To the seat with the clearest view. <laughs> the the screen. Do you know am? Yeah. Do you know where my girlfriend is? Oceai sand?
1: Barbastray sand. Sand. Sand, yeah, like sands. Like the ocean like Barbastai th- sand? sand? No, but Stray Sand. Sand. Uh,
0: Mr. Wood, I know that you were very into seeing this, so I'm gonna let you go first.
2: Yeah, um <clears throat> I think it was just the First scene, the way that it was shot was really cool to me. I thought it did look like it was from the 70s. And uh, the subject matter I thought was interesting. And I saw Bradley Cooper, you know, he's been on kind of a hot roll of late. Um, yeah, and Paul Thomas Anderson directing. I just thought, you know, everything could have come together. And it, I'd heard, been getting Oscar talks for Best Picture and all that. So I definitely wanted to see it.
0: Um, so. All I initially had going into it was the trailer, and I was like, I was very intrigued by the trailer, and I mean, Paul Thomas Anderson has made one of my favorite movies of the past, like, 20 years, and that was There Will Be Blood. Mm -hmm. Um, But I did look at his filmography after that, and it's been kind of hit and miss a little bit. Uh, So I was like, well, he's still a competent director, so I'm still intrigued by this. And it obviously looked like a coming-of-age story instead in the 70s, and I was like, eh, yeah, could be a fun time. So uh, I then kind of found a few more things about this movie before we saw it, which kind of started to open my mind about what I was going to see. And uh, so the main character to this follows, uh, Gary. Gary, who's known as Gary Valentine in the movie, is based off of a real person, mm. uh, Gary. If I'm saying this right, Goitzman. Um, he's a producer in Hollywood. He actually started actually in acting. At a young age, like how he's portrayed in the movie, um, he was in the original Yours, Mine, and Ours, with a, gosh, I can't remember his classic actor name, Uh, but that is like him growing up in the Sacramento Valley, and he's told Paul Thomas Anderson stories about growing up then, and he, for some reason, decided to tell him a story about how, hey, I was 15 and I dated a 25 year old chick and I'm like okay this doesn't have weird feelings already now <laughs> uh, and it kind of started to come off like a 14 year old sweat dream that he was having because uh, I also don't know things much about how they worked in the 70s I didn't say 70s were way different had... I mean they were but there also were like he opens up three businesses at 15 that was my question uh, and again the it was just like makes it felt like it made us root for them to be together and I was just uncomfortable the entire time they were gathered because of the situation Um, but, there's one thing that I then started to hear about that is, was getting more heat than that, as far as controversies, and that deals with a man that marries Japanese women. Oh. Yeah, I guess. And, I gotta admit, I did not find that funny. Uh, that kinda felt like it didn't even need to be in the movie. I, I just have certain weird feelings about this. I'm like, I don't know if this should win Best Picture, and I don't even think it should be nominated. I,
2: I, I liked the movie. I thought it was pretty good. Um, I actually think the, the two leads in the movie are going to be stars in the future. Um, I think they're absolutely fantastic in this. Uh, I understand some of the subject matters can be controversial, but, again, you got to look at it from the 70s. I'm telling you, things were completely different and more accepted back in then. And I'm not saying they should be, but they were definitely more accepted back then. Uh, I didn't find really any issues with it. I love Bradley Cooper. He was fantastic. He was funny as hell in this, um, going off of his wonderful performance in Nightmare Alley. Um, I thought the truck sequence was the best sequence. Yeah. like um, guess I said, like, the way it was shot, uh, it, literally everything to me felt like 70s. Like, from the arcades to the... Um, like the, the, washing machines, all the little things that they had to do to make it look like 70s, they did, and uh, I don't think it was the greatest movie I've ever seen in my life,
0: but uh, I can see why it would get Oscar talk. Virgo, you've not seen it? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, so yeah, uh, my personal grade. There are some cool thing. There are some good things in it, but I could not get over not feeling uncomfortable, so I'm gonna give it a C. Uh, I'm probably going to give it an A minus. I really liked it. If it wins a picture, I'll be okay. Uh...
2: The next one was an adventure.
0: Oh, yeah. An extreme adventure. <laughs> In a very, very uh, different sense. <laughs> <laughs> one, one that. I, I felt like I knew what I was gonna get but I also did not know what I was going to get but I was happy who was there with us yeah um, if there was one movie that could bring <laughs> George Sol Phoenix back to the theater he said it was moonfall baby <laughs> why do you think lying about all this it's too late to stop <laughs> You knew all this was happening before NASA. Would
1: you were the other than five stars? Oh, yes. We're dealing with an intelligent entity.
2: We're planning a mission to attack this thing. I'm asking you for your help. Say yes,
0: Brian.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I need you to be brave.
0: If the moon really is what you think it is, pseudo. You knew they were gonna do that song.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> they had to.
2: Freaking Roland Emmerich, of course they had to. Did did they though? Yes,
0: they did. If if, if I was Roland Emmerich, I would have said put Bad Moon in there. <laughs> God. Yeah. Uh, when I first saw the initial trailer, it was like the moon comes to us. Mm-hmm. It was like with the, by a mysterious force. Yeah. And then when I saw it was directed by Roland Emmerich, who did Godzilla, Independence Day, so like, Independence Day
2: Resurgence. <laughs> Independence Day Resurgence, yeah.
0: I was like, we all know how that turned out. <sighs> this is I was like, this is either going to be a so bad it's fun movie or it's going to be boring as shit. <laughs> and it rides the line with both. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I would say for almost like, two-thirds of it. I was actually having a good time at how stupid well, it was. Yeah, and also,
2: especially for me, John
0: Bradley. Was yeah. Game of Thrones,
2: I thought he was a really good game of game. He was the standout. Yep. <laughs> Free bagels. <laughs> <Yeah>. He was <laughs> and, He was literally meant to play that. you watch that, you're
0: like, he was born to play that role. As like a <coughs> giant conspiracy theory yeah. nut who ends up being right about everything. Yeah, and they didn't believe. And I'm like, yeah, that's not a bad message, someone right now. <laughs> no. um, uh, but I also can't overstate that Halle Berry's a great actress. She also can be directed terribly. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we've seen that with Catwoman. We've seen it with Love other it. things. But she was literally told, "Do not show any expression." <laughs> uh, Patrick Wilson, I thought he had a few funny moments, but he kind of was like that straight man kind of vibe with yeah, uh, what was his name guy you were talking about oh John Bradley yeah who is like Casey is his name the the over the top kind of performance yeah Um, but like this whole idea of like the moon is not the moon it's really an alien thing (laughs) it's really a a shell of like a I don't even remember the (laughs)
2: basically they're I, I, I consider them like little nanobots because it was like, it would look like a little it kind of looked like a, a fog of just bots and um, I don't necessarily know why they gravitated towards the moon but worst I'm still I don't know it was definitely there's a lot of B movie cheese in this movie okay I mean oh, there, yeah. there's no doubt about that. The, S- so many impossibilities. With the, 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 the number one for me, though, was the tree.
0: Yes. The tree would have split the dude in half. It who, was like. Who they were trying to make so likable yeah, and important. Yeah, and heroic. And, he, and, she, and they're like, oh! <laughs> so her, the moon started
2: gra- getting, you know, the gravity started lifting. And they're like, the moon's helping us. And I'm like, the dude would be dead.
0: Oh, but yeah, that, but, oh. but one of the best parts was when they talked about like how, how this would work, like yeah. with the gravity and stuff, and I and I'm sitting next to George and just goes, That's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> like if you're gonna say that, uh, You're gonna have to say it for a bunch of other things. We'll put in the fiction
1: and science fiction.
0: <laughs> um and just having coincidences happen. Coincidence? And like clearly there's a number of people that at one point are killed and it's just like yep we're not even gonna talk about that <laughs> uh yeah and to me like the first two thirds it was like doing that so bad it's good movie it was riding right that line and then there's a part where there's a giant exposition dump about like the history and stuff of like the aliens and stuff and I was just like okay okay no, no, you're asking me to believe too much. Uh, and that's where it kind of started to fall and get kind of slow for me. Um, I would say it's at least a one watch. Oh, you have to watch and it. And it, I don't know, it could possibly be a Rotten Haze in the future. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'd watch it again for that. Um, so, so Please I, let me be a part of that. <laughs> So I kinda have two ratings for this. My critic rating is a probably a D plus. Uh but my rotten eggs early thing is uh gym bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um it's about, well, the
2: surrounding that we had was great because you know we had yeah. different people we don't usually go to the movies with. That was good and
0: then I was surprised at the people that were there.
2: Oh uh, yeah, I was I predicted, I think, seven, and there was actually quite a few people in there.
0: Um, There's older people.
2: Yeah, uh, maybe they thought is like we predicted this too.
0: <laughs> or maybe they're like, I remember Apollo. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give it a probably more specific because I really like John Bradley. I'll probably give it a D plus.
0: He he alone
2: yeah. brought it up. Yeah, there. he was he was he was really good. Like every time it kind of. Like you said, slowed down or just got off course somewhere. He would come in and say, either say something or do something. And you're like, dude, he was right the whole time. You guys should have listened to
0: him. So, which again, a film out there for conspiracy nuts to say, look, I can be right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, now, now, I'm just going to quickly ask because you were kind of telling me visually, Fergo, were you talk, thinking about the Matrix Resurrections? So, yeah. Okay, well. I, I don't remember him, but that was on my worst of the year. Oh. Last year. So if you want to give your quick thoughts on it, the...
1: I fell asleep in the theater like two you times. You saw it in the theater? Oh, you saw in the theater? Yeah. I saw it on HBO Max. So did I. Yeah, uh, I <laughs> went with my brother, who's like a huge Matrix fan. And I was like, okay, I haven't seen my brother in a couple of years yeah. because of mm-hmm. Um, He lives in North Carolina. So I was just like, okay, like, let's go see this movie. It's Christmas time. Let's... <laughs> Oh, boy. (laughs) I mean, I wonder... The the thing with this movie is that it's boring as hell. And that's the one thing a Matrix movie should never be. I
0: mean ever ever since the
1: first one? (laughs) I found at least something exciting with the other two. With the other two besides the first one. Mm -hmm. Um, But like this one, I was just like, huh? That's happening. (laughs) I I fell asleep like three times Uh, yeah I had a lack of sleep but at the same time like I'm in a movie theater I shouldn't be falling asleep no matter how much sleep I've gotten the the previous
0: day what do you think of the arguments that this is trying to be a parody that they're trying to make fun of Warner Brothers how so well because if you remember right in the beginning they're doing all the Matrix references and stuff and they're like and they even drop it as name Warner Brothers is making us make a sequel with or without us and that's what pushes Keanu Reeves' character to join which is what a lot of people think is what happened with Lana Wachowski and, uh. but then there's people that are defending it saying that she she's this was her love letter to the fans I'm like do you know her? Do, did you have this conversation with her? Because I don't know what this fucking movie is.
1: Yeah, like... I was like, why should I care about this? Like, why did this need to be made? What was the Cause, point? Because Warner was going to. Yeah. Like, money. I get it. But when money is the only answer of why this film was made... Like, when... Like... A lot of that's happened. True. That's a yeah. years. True. Weird. True. But, like... Oh, my God. That... Ugh.
0: I, I fell asleep. I, I, I felt, D minus. I felt like that was like Lana Wachowski like, being like the captain of a ship. I know this is going to sink, but I'm going to go down with it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, D minus for me. Yeah, I think I... I can't even remember. I
1: can't, I can't give Keanu Reeves an F ever, so D minus. Uh,
0: as far as a letter grade, I think I would have given it a D minus, but it was number five on my worst.
2: Oh, yeah. D. Because, I think there's a mention of mine. I can't remember.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, again, the next one I have, I'm pretty sure we both have seen, yep. which is Death on the Nile, if that's correct with you. Yep. Okay. It's too late to change events. It's time to face the consequence. <laughs> Someone is dead. The crime is murder. Is the murderer the is one of you. Were you? Technically kind of a sequel to Murder on the Orient Express, because I'm pretty sure the books were written by the same mm-hmm. person. Yeah. Agatha Christie. Yeah. Um, has uh, Kenneth Branagh reprising yeah. his role.
2: Directing I, I, and starring.
0: Yep. Uh you might have a better chance of pronouncing his name. Hercule, right? Hercule.
2: It's kind of like Hercules, but without the S. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. But most people call him Perot, though.
0: Yeah, Perot. Okay. Um, yeah, c- quick on the murder orient, I thought it was okay. I just thought the reveal was kind of lame. Yeah. Right. I, I actually thought Johnny Tepp was actually probably the best, and he's the one that ends up getting killed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, going into this one, I was like, I mean, I'm interested. I I do like the cast they have for the most part, because there, there's a few on there that I didn't know. Like, well, a few were surprising. Yeah,
2: including somebody I still didn't recognize.
0: Mm-hmm. Russell Brand. Have Russell Brand. Have you seen Russell Brand? Handle, man.
2: Yeah. Without you know, he always had the long curly yeah. hair, dude. He shaved it all off. Yeah, and you don't—I didn't even recognize it. even his face. It just—I don't know.
0: Mm-hmm. It he just shocked hates. me. Go ahead. And to me, the shocking part is, I actually thought he stole the movie. I, it like, was good. If, if if I'm going with what I knew Russell Brand from, yeah, 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 like Hop and Arthur and all that kind of mm-hmm. comedic shit. Yeah, he actually toned it down. Yeah, and I think, <laughs> and I think I'm going to give credit a little bit to Kenneth there. Yeah, <laughs> he probably was like, hey focus <laughs> yeah.
2: which you know it, nobody would have thought that because yeah. you know Russell Brand was always that guy to be in that kind of a movie that comedy or spoof or whatever and yeah. for
0: him to be serious like a doctor yeah, you know just, which does get revealed he's actually a little bit higher up than that but yeah. he wanted to be a doctor mm-hmm. um, Gal Gadot Jamie uh, Jimmy Hammer? Army Hammer Army Hammer Army Hammer
2: yeah uh, huge nod to Letitia Wright who was going to be the star of Black Panther 2, she was in this.
0: Yeah, she continues to show her really good capability. Uh, I don't remember the guy who was, like, close friend, who, like, basically he told him, like, all the things about, like, the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I thought he was pretty good, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would say, though, the thing that lacks is I felt like there were a number of just long shots that didn't need to be in it. Yeah. Um... And I felt like, and again, if this is how the book is written and how it goes, the reveal of who the killer is, I was like, it either is going to be too obvious or they're going to swerve me so good, and it it went the first way. They made it really obvious. There's especially one part that involves like a chase sequence that I was like, okay, well this rules out a couple of people right now. Yeah, all right. It's definitely somebody with a small body. Yeah, and actually can run. Yeah. <laughs> um and I thought that Kenneth Branagh was pretty good. Oh yeah. Uh yeah, yeah. I did not remember his character like how he was like, you know, sarcastic and things like that because it's been a while. Mm-hmm. But I caught on to it again and his love for desserts. <laughs> so, um he's very particular about his desserts yes. and he's
2: got a big time OCD. Oh, yeah. If you haven't, if you weren't able to tell. Actually, in both movies he does, but in this one he's like... I can't have seven. Right? He wants to take one of them out. What else was... There was something else that was really OCD about him. It was just keeping stuff straight, you know? I can't remember yeah. what it was. There was a scene like, where it made it obvious.
0: He kind of felt like he was also kind of like Wes Anderson. Yeah? <laughs> Everything yeah. has to be... Sh- yeah, oh, sh- yeah. Sh- um, yeah, uh, also there was a, a little thing that I found out afterwards that I'm now like... Was this also a preview for Gal Gadot's next movie? Cuz she's going to be Cleopatra. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And there's a thing where they talk about her playing Cleopatra well, in the setting. Yeah. Yeah. Like so was that supposed to be in there? I don't know. Um but I mean, I found it enjoyable, but not not the best murder kind of mystery mystery kind oh, of thing yeah. because the best one I've seen lately was Knives Out. <laughs> I was gonna say, if *Hurt* knives out, it's was fantastic. fantastic. Exactly. And I can't
1: wait for the sequel.
0: Yeah. Um. Also, the beginning in World War One. Yeah. Was weird.
2: That was also, I think, just to basically tell us how he
0: got his mustache. Yeah. How to cover his scar with and, his mustache. And. Uh, <laughs> I think Damon would appreciate this reference because I'd be referencing something back to the very first Rotten Eggs because there's something about uh, Kenneth in this movie <laughs> that was like Nicolas Cage in Vampire's Kiss. He's got jungle fever. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, um, yeah I, I, I would give it a solid watch.
2: But Question it's... is, did you prefer it over the, the first one? Well, if you can call it that. <laughs>
0: I think, stylistically-wise, this one was a little bit better, but I thought I liked the characters more in the first one, but also the killer reveal was not strong in either. Yeah. Uh, I I would say you can watch both back-to-back, but I'm not going to say rush out to them. Uh, I would probably give it like a... I'm riding the line of B minus and C plus. Uh, I'm gonna go B minus. Yeah, I.
2: You said most of it. All I, all I really have is a. Uh, yeah, Letitia Wright was great. I think she's an amazing actress. Um, the Army Hammer was you know good at times. I don't know the girl's name that ended up being. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember, but I've seen her and stuff. But she's a good actress. Um, what else? I thought. Yeah, some of the some of the murders and stuff like that was pretty corny, and you know you kind of caught on to certain things. and You're like, okay, well, it's gonna end up being either one person or they're gonna be working together. I kind of got that vibe. Um, I really, I did really like the setting. I, I thought a lot of it was cool. Mm-hmm.
0: I actually preferred this setting over the first. The the only thing I would have asked for is less CGI. Yeah. There's a CGI snake that is terrible. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that. But uh, I don't
2: know. I was entertained by the movie. Um, It wasn't. How how about the girls, though, that were in front
0: of you? (laughs) (laughs) They they didn't ruin it at all. They they were kind of talking throughout.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. they were doing these, like, they're waving their hands and, you know, they had their water bottle. They were squeezing their water bottle. I'm like that's weird but they were the doing the whole movie so that didn't ruin it oh, but it was annoying me I'm not gonna lie to you and I kicked I think they stopped when I kicked their chair <laughs> <laughs> I was like shut <laughs> up I was like, <laughs> Boom. Boom. I was like, and, they like and they were like okay oops but <laughs> going back to the movie we're not home <laughs> uh, I thought Kenneth Branagh was awesome I think he was in both movies uh, you know we, we kind of saw a little softer side to him in this one I feel like because it was a little more emotional his way towards as far as the story goes mm-hmm that aspect, you know, I mean, like liking the setting more, I think I'm going to give it a B-minus as well. I, I don't even know. I think I would have given the or an movie. Express probably a C just because, you know, like you said, depth was pretty good, but I, I, I was kind of disappointed by that movie,
1: personally.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Fargo, do you have another one to add here? Um, not that I can think of. Okay.
2: Any um, anime you want to add?
1: Oh, yeah. Um... So there's been a couple of big releases when it comes to anime. Uh, season two of Demon Slayer came out, which is one of my favorites. I Ta-da. saw the movie and just to butt in, it was really good. What the recent movie? You did see was it? It's awesome. Yes. Yeah, and did you finish the first season?
2: No. Oh, if I saw the movie. I went saw it in theater.
1: Oh, you should uh, watch the oh, no. first season to fully get the uh, movie. Um, yeah it's a fantastic show with amazing animation um and then there's also Attack on Titan season 4 final season um switched to animation studios and it just looks better for the tone of what this is which is just utter destruction (laughs) and the theme song for the final one is just metal as hell and um I totally recommend watching both anime if you haven't yet mm-hmm. it's really good
0: yeah. well like I said to you earlier like I have a stack of anime that I've not gotten to Attack on Titan one of them I'm trying to hold off on shows hey, there's um, so
2: many I'm, I'm behind yeah, on I, it.
0: I, I have movies that I have to try to watch first <laughs> uh, fair enough but uh
1: yeah start with a uh, Demon Slayer and Attack on Titan when you get to shows um when it comes to like non-anime mhm well, actually, one more anime, um, Jujutsu Kaisen. Been watching that, and that's also been fantastic. That's not a this year thing, although um, the prequel movie is coming out pretty soon, so it'll be something to look forward to. Um, but when it comes to non-anime, um, been watching Peacemaker on HBO Max. Fantastic show. I know we all I haven't finished it. Oh. Have you ever heard of a guy named
0: Peacemaker? No.
2: He is a trained killer. We've
0: got trouble with that maniac. Go! what are you waiting for? That
1: thing better not crap back there. Yeah, how's no, training eagle, dude? <laughs> <wanna kill> <laughs> yeah. Alright, so Peacemaker is a fantastic show. Obviously, you need to see James Gunn's The Suicide Squad before watching this, which was fantastic. Uh um, was on both of our best of the year mm-hmm. uh, last <laughs> year. I know we all have our feelings about John Cena in the WWE. Whatever. Yeah. That's the past. Yeah. No, he's awesome in this show. He was awesome in the Suicide Squad. And um, honestly, it's one of those shows where you don't want to skip the intro yeah. ever during a streaming service show. Because that dance sequence is just so goofy and so funny, and you kind of want to learn it, too, a little bit, you know? <laughs> I, I know I want to learn it one day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but there is a... I know you guys haven't finished it yet. How, how far are you guys into it? Yeah. I'm like episode five. Yeah, I've got probably about that much left, too. I might be on four, so... Okay, um, keep watching, because there are some... Awesome payoffs and oh, some really funny moments. Of shows I was watching, this was my favorite so I'm going to finish it. Yeah. Also, Eagly, the eagle yes. is fantastic. Oh, he hugged me. Dad, get a picture. Dad, get a picture. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell John Cena just loves this character mm-hmm. and um, there's a part where um, Motley Crue's home sweet home <laughs> That's actually John Cena playing the intro to "Home Sweet Home" on the piano. Wow! Yeah, who would have thought? Um, but I'm loving it, and it's been greenlit for season two, and I can't and I can't wait. Um, this is definitely getting an A for me. I like, Vigilante is freaking amazing in this show. Like, he's a sociopath
0: straight up, but <laughs> but he makes good points. Yeah. Nick, I think we actually have one of the first ones that you have seen that I've not.
2: Probably the next two, I would think. Uh,
0: if I'm right, uh, Studio Six Six Six.
2: I actually saw that after. Mm-hmm. I saw that the weekend after I saw that my next one, but I guess I'll talk about this one. Let's
1: go somewhere we've never been. This place is amazing. Do you guys have this overwhelming sense <laughs> of death? <laughs> Whoa! soon look like the right fit. Whoa. It's rad. <laughs> <of> this house <laughs> is the sound of Album 10. All right, Archie Dash, Ed's living room. Let me apologize in advance for all the rock we're about to make. Got a couple of ideas I've been working on? I'll lay them on you. Do it. Do it it's called Everlong and you wrote it about 20 years
0: ago.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it was a movie about the great band, Foo Fighters, all of them Mm
0: -hmm.
2: going to record their 10th album and they were trying to figure out a place to do it and they were led there, well, to to a a mansion they hoped would be the perfect spot to play their new album and obviously the sound was amazing in it But it had had a really bad history, and they didn't know anything about. But their, I think he was their manager, I want to say, Jeff Garland. He's awesome. I love him. Um, So basically, the vibes I got from this before even going into it were Pick of Destiny, Scary Movie, and mostly Evil Dead. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And there was obviously an evil book involved. I don't... I think they ever called it The Book of the Dead, but basically, there was a raccoon leaking blood into it the whole movie. (laughs) And I was like, what? (laughs) Basically, this movie never took itself seriously. It was funny. It had all that crazy, over-the-top gore that you see in like the really bad horror movies, you know, the Mm -hmm. sci-fi horror movies. Um... Yeah, it was very entertaining. I'm not gonna say it was. Oh yeah, it was the best movie ever. But I did like that they, you know, tried it and took this opportunity they had because it was I'm pretty sure all most of their first movie. I mean, it, it was, was just it was out of nowhere, and um, there was definitely cameo appearances that I liked, especially by Carrie King, who <laughs> was their roadie. Of all
0: things. Guitar and drums both. And there was... This is, this is what happens when Slayer is done.
2: Right? And there was a n- nice interaction between him and Dave Grohl, which I'll let you guys see that. Um, but this is definitely worth watching. Uh, who else? Um, who else was in it? There was quite a few cameos. Uh, Jenny Ortega was in it. We were just talking about... Um... I don't remember. There was somebody else. Um... But, yeah, definitely worth a see. Uh, I, from beginning to end, I, w- I was laughing, like, the whole time. Like, it just never took itself seriously. Dave Grohl, I thought, did an amazing job. There's actually really good, obviously, really good music in this. And I can't remember what their band's name was, but it actually the song that they play is on Spotify. Hmm. So uh, check that out when you can. And I'm not giving any spoilers away. I really want to, because there's a couple things I want to say about it. But, yes, it's definitely worth seeing. I had a great time with it. Uh, I'd probably give it a B minus.
0: Yeah. Uh, from what I've heard from people, they're like, you're either going to be into this or not. Yeah, I mean... Because it's like... Because some people I heard were like, they're, they were saying like you, like, they're not taking themselves seriously. They're just having a good time. Then yeah. other people are like, but does that excuse them kind of being a little bad? I'm like, well, but... It's, then it becomes a question of did this have to be like on the big screen and could and like the question I saw from somebody that did enjoy it said I don't know if this is something that I would enjoy myself but if I'm with friends yeah yeah then I have a good time and I'm like yeah I see us getting together watching this and because we all like Dave Grohl because he's yes. an amazing he's human incredible. being <laughs> yes. uh, I think this would actually be a good rotten egg. Huh? Perfect. I,
1: I did hear there B be... minus e- getting a rotten egg. Well, I think it's just
2: more so if we can all get together to watch it, Fair. and it'll be it'll be a different. I don't know. I don't know what you would call
0: it. And you, you don't know. Some of us might say this is actually yeah. very bad, yeah. but it's entertaining. Um, oh, cameo appearance by Will Forte. Oh yeah,
2: he was the. I think he was like an Uber driver. or something. <laughs> <laughs> but he had this
0: this. Uh, he had a long hair and everything yeah. and her hat it was it was good like that, that that makes me think of like his character as the Californians Yeah, yeah um also one thing that you, I did not hear you mention the the biggest positive I heard about this which is the deaths <laughs> yeah specifically one that yeah. I do not want to say but there's
2: one that's I'd never seen in a horror movie and I thought it was surprisingly brilliant and i I, 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 I want to watch it with you guys so bad.
0: Yeah, might get around to that at some point for Rotten Eggs. Who knows?
2: Um, Anything you've seen?
0: Oh, I know I saw something that I knew that you were not that interested in seeing. So basically I looked at what was playing, and I decided to go see the two things that I was seeing having the highest rated as far as like overall opinions. And one I was here in the first one I actually was hearing stuff from people that I actually even follow. And they were like, you know what? This actually isn't too bad. Give it give it a chance. So you know what? Uh, I went and saw uh, Marry Me. Marry Me,
1: Marry Me Marry Me Marry Me The Marry Me Concert Tour is something you will not want to miss. In 36 hours, superstar Kat Valdez and Grammy-winning Bastion will perform their new song, Marry Me, and exchange vows in front of a streaming audience of 20 million people. Tonight, tonight, tonight. I'll be the one in the veil. Charlie, this is once in a lifetime. I've
0: got my daughter tonight. Good,
2: I've got three tickets for tonight. Bring her. Dad, you... Uh,
0: yeah, so the first thing I'm going to say is Yes. I understand what people might have going into this. I had them going into it. I actually kind of enjoyed it. <laughs> oh. And you want to know why? A lot of it is helped by Owen Wilson. Because you know what? It's this is a big comeback lately. This is one of those rare, I think, romantic comedies where the dude is actually just a good dude throughout the entire thing. <laughs> and, I mean, we can talk about, like... Uh, we know the formula and stuff, but we also have stuff that we really like that have the same kind of formula. So that kind of goes out the door. Um, yes, Jennifer Lopez playing a massive pop star is not a leap as far as acting, but at least her character actually was written actually kind of well. And that, you know, they actually show that she actually did have layers to herself. And one thing I noticed that I don't think anybody else has said uh, that I appreciated was the her you know boyfriend to be husband originally. Even though he's caught cheating on her and stuff, he still has so many fans because I think that points out to like how people in society are yeah. as well as following somebody famous. They're like, yeah. He may have been a shitty guy for this, but you know what? I'm still going to follow him. You're a piece of shit,
2: and I'm still going to follow you.
0: Yeah. Um, And I liked what they played with the social media effect. Uh, They also had your boy from Moonfall. Oh, he was in it? Yeah. Oh, nice. He's he's her manager. Oh, God. He's actually not a shitty manager. (laughs) Like, you know, the one that pushes the guy away, saying, like, yeah, you don't deserve her. He actually is the one pulling because he actually knows that he's a good guy. And yeah, if if I obviously had complaints, it would be I know how this story is gonna go. I know the beats and stuff like that. I was just surprised that I actually liked the characters. And you know what? That gets a pretty big positive to me, so I'm actually gonna give Mary me a B. <laughs> Did not see that coming, did you? No. Not at all. <laughs> and, and, and also, this just felt like somebody took one of my personal fantasies and made it a movie.
2: Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I see myself
0: as Owen Wilson here.
2: <laughs> hopefully it's dreams. I'll definitely probably check it out. Uh,
0: what, what was the next one for you that you said that you saw? Well, oh boy, that's. fine well, no, <laughs> it's
2: just the fact that th- this thing meant so much to me, growing up. Oh no, I'm not gonna. You know, it's. You'll think you'd be a little surprised. Uh, that's Uncharted. Oh yeah. My family found the world's biggest fortune, then was betrayed.
1: People have been searching for it all in vain. Both you turn the keys clockwise at the same time? Nice ah! what He almost got me killed. Clockwise, silly. Well, it was 50-50, so I made a guess. Clearly.
2: So, uh, I went in through this the past pod we had. Um, Uncharted, the series itself, is my favorite of all time. I think Uncharted 4 is the best game of all time. <laughs> I literally have... Tattoos, tattoos of Uncharted, and going into it, I was obviously really terrified because a that some of the castings were extremely questionable, <laughs> especially since they made that fan movie, which was incredible on YouTube. Nathan Fillion, which Fillion looks exactly like Nathan Drake. They based his look off of Nathan Fillion.
0: I'm like, oh my God! What? There you go, and then even some of his humor,
2: and then even his first name, right? (laughs) And then Stephen Lang was the perfect Sully, and I love Stephen Lang as an actor. And then I saw the castings in this, and I was like, well, first of all, Mark Wahlberg is Sully.
0: (laughs) It's just like,
1: what? What were they doing? And you made your feelings about Marky Mark very clear. Yeah,
2: I'm not the biggest fan of his, but, um, and then they picked Tom Holland to play Nathan Drake but not against him as an actor but as far as the look goes I not getting too much there yeah
1: I didn't like see him as a Nathan Drake like I I guess what they're going for from what I can tell is like this is like an early iteration of Nathan Drake and he's like younger I get that but at the same time like I thought about it
2: as if they were making him
1: more Mm kid-friendly,
2: which... It's
0: Spider-Man.
2: Yeah, which you're like, okay, they're going to flock to him because he's Spider-Man. Okay, all that being said, the movie, first of all, isn't good. (laughs) But (laughs) there are more redeeming qualities about it than I fully expected there to be. More so the nostalgia from the games. I did not expect him to put as much in it as they did and to actually do it well. Mm. Um, I mean, the chemistry between Tom Holland and, you know, Marky Mark is, it is what it is. You know, it's a typical Tomb Raider Indiana Jones movie, you know. National the treasure. National treasure, yeah. You, you know, you fully know what to
1: expect from that stuff, but. To expect them to steal <laughs> the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> um the I want, sound I want Nicholas Cage in uncharted oh <laughs> my god he so I I actually I
2: actually joked about that if he just appeared out of nowhere like on one of the pirate ships and be like yeah. <laughs> oh
1: dude I would have lost my shit I wanted to laugh like that too right? like <laughs> yeah,
2: that weird freaking laugh um, but yeah I'd I really like the soundtrack obviously I knew I would because it was from the games um there was some you know Comedy that was way was over comedy. the top. But I could have said the whole movie was comedy. But um, the appearance for me by Nolan North, who was my favorite voice actor of all time, as uh, Nathan Drake. And he was only in it for maybe 10 seconds, but I knew it was him right away. And I'm like, and, he, and even Tom Holland was talking to him. I'm like, oh, God, it pains me because you have Nolan North sitting there and he's talking to Tom Holland and it should have been Nathan Fillion. Mm -hmm. Um, I, it's hard to say, dude, I, it didn't, okay, it's hard, it's it's honestly hard to, I didn't hate it as much as I would, I still did not like it, but like I said, there were more things I liked about it than I thought I would, I, 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 I. I really want other people like Garen. I really want Garen to watch it because he was as big into the series as I was.
0: And I'm going to bet he's going to love it.
2: I mean, you might be right. (laughs) But, yeah, I don't... A lot of the things made me cringe. Specifically what they did with the ships. (laughs) That made me more than anything. And a lot of the... you got to think about it like this. The things they were searching for was gold. Mm -hmm. But those ships, arguably were worth as much, if not more, than that gold. And I'm like, they were freaking just taking them up in helicopters and cranes and shit, and just, you know, making them sway back and forth, hitting stuff. I'm like, yeah, but you're, you're fucking ruining it, and uh, the gold's going to fall out of it. It just, a lot of stuff didn't make sense, of course. <sighs> I could probably go into a whole cast on this, to be honest <laughs> with you. But I'm just going to leave it at that. I, I wish they would have gone a different route. I do. Um... I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a, I'm
0: going to go C minus. I was not expecting that. Yeah.
2: I I think just the certain things that came up that I grew up with, it just, it got, it, it, it got to me a little bit just because I, I missed the series and I think that might have been what they were going for. But as far as the movie goes, yeah, not the greatest.
0: Yeah, the only thing I have going into it is like now whenever I see the trailer, and I saw it, and I saw it multiple times because they were shoved that in my face. Right. The part where uh, Mark Wahlberg and uh, Tom Holland like kind of look at like that one chick in it. Yeah, she was. And and they have like this like puzzled look on their face. I was like, they they look too much alike. <laughs> they look like they could be brothers. <laughs>
2: You brought that up. Chloe Frazier, yeah. she was actually pretty good in the movie, but the villain, of course, was Antonio Banderas. He was pretty forgettable, and I'm just going to say I it, heard
0: right? he wasn't even the main villain. I, damn it! I,
2: <laughs> damn it! I was going to be like, well, he didn't end up being the main villain. Well, there you go. There, there he goes. Okay, well, you said it.
0: <laughs> um, I mean, the only other things I was hearing is like, it's just a generic action movie. Yeah. And if you loved the games, you were gonna hate it. So I was like, I mean, with you giving it a what, a C minus?
2: I've I've seen a lot of I've seen kind of split. Like if you're if you like if you love the games, there you go. <laughs> If you love the games, then you are gonna hate it. But like I said, I've heard a lot of people say that if you, you know, certain aspects of it that you're gonna see, you know, they they, they captured. But mm-hmm. that's obviously not enough. So, you know.
0: and also Tom Holland has stated he thinks this was a mistake. <laughs> Uh,
2: but there are going to uh, be
0: more. Because <laughs> I do see it always at the top of the box office. Yeah. But now yeah. Batman it, probably took it. So. It made a, made a shit ton of money. Um, Fargo. Do you have one to bring up at all? Not that I can think of. Okay. Uh, well, I guess I'll do the next one that I saw, which because when I saw it back in the theater, and this was getting a lot of Oscar. Nominations. I was like, I need to see if this is worth it, and that is Kenneth Branagh's Belfast.
2: Oh, damn it! Still haven't seen that.
0: i are not just a. You know who you are, don't
1: oh, you? Yeah. You're Buddy from Belfast, where everybody knows you. Hey, Buddy! You're calling
0: of you the ass We're looking to cleanse the community, Buddy. You wouldn't want to be the old man in this street. that's my family and I kill you will fight this together this is X. this is what this is war damn it yeah, I really wanted to see that I know you really want to that's why I was like I'm shocked that I'm not hearing about this <laughs> um yeah I wanted to see if this was worth all those non- Oscar Oscar nominations that it has especially for Kenneth Branagh for best director and you know what I think it's deserved <laughs> cause this is very good. Uh, so this is apparently based on him growing up in Belfast. And it was during the riots and turf wars of the Protestants and Catholics. Which, again, is a whole other issue of w- why. <laughs> um, and But the first uh, minute or so of the movie, I thought I was in the wrong one. Because it was in color. Oh yeah, I was like, huh? And I even tried to get on my phone to look at the number of the theater, (laughs) and then all of a sudden, you know, Belfast, and it just goes like, oh okay. Um, I also understand why I heard some people saying they didn't know how like certain actors or actresses could be up for best supporting or actor or actress because. It's really an ensemble, mm-hmm. like everybody elevates everybody, and I'll and I, I've said this to Jamie now. Oh my gosh, when you give Jamie Dornan Christian Grey, a oh, talented man. director and writer, he's good, and he actually gets to speak with his actual accent, hmm. which is nice to see. Um, Judy Dench, I'm pretty sure, is like the big one that's like up for Oscars and. Uh, I understand why she's up for. It. I just don't know if I still would give it to her, but I could see her winning. Um, I actually heard uh, Sir Ron Hines is
2: amazing in that movie.
0: Uh, is he the older? Yes, yeah. yes, he, he... Really long face. Yeah, he, <laughs> hey, uh, long face. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, he is very good, and he provided some comedy that was needed. To... Yeah, Oops. yeah, um. But I thought, like, Jamie Dornan and then the woman that played his wife, I thought they had very good chemistry together because they're not a cohesive marriage because they're in a rocky fucking situation. (laughs) Because they're like, we're, we're not in the best place right now. Belfast is not a good place to raise a family, but this is the only place we know. So do we risk going across the pond, as they say, to somewhere else where we don't know any and, uh, you know, one of my and one of my favorite dialogue conversations was Buddy, the kid, who is very good also, which has me questioning about Artemis Fowl now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> because that was he, that kid? Cause, no, because oh. Kenneth, Dur- Kenneth Branagh directed that, yeah. and he directed Robert Shaw's nephew, who was <laughs> Artemis Fowl. Yeah. And it was terrible. This kid was great. Um, but he, he says to – I forget his name. Long face. Strong lines. Uh, what, what if they can't understand us? It's like, if, they're not, if they can't understand you, they're not listening to you. <laughs> like, both funny and poignant. <laughs> um, do, now, I do question rewatchability, maybe, mm-hmm. but I do feel like I probably could get there because I do think this is very strong and very well done. So, I'm gonna give Belfast an A minus.
2: <laughs> and uh, coming off of that drive my car is now on
0: HBO Max. I Oh it is? It, yes. Jeez. It just uh, this, it just and that, not Friday. And Batman was almost three hours. That, this is that three is and a half. Hours. Oh is it? Oh
1: god. Yeah. it
2: was two hours and fifty something minutes, huh? Wow. Well, yeah. I gotta see Belfast. I'm hoping it um, I gotta see it before though. Do
0: you have anything else? Uh,
2: I mean, I started to watch Euphoria. Oh,
0: okay, so... I haven't... Uh, so, I, I have er, your, your early-ish yes, impressions? I'm, uh,
2: it's pretty dang good, I'm not going to lie to you. It's, I heard Zendaya gives a really good performance. It's not my, normally, cup my cup of tea. But I was like, you know what, I've... I, Zendaya has been impressing me like hell mm-hmm. I've been hearing good things about it so I'm going to start watching it I'm only like two episodes in so I don't really have enough of a idea yes. yet
0: Yeah. So I think didn't season 2 just end yep. that's what I kept on seeing people posting about like season 2 finale <laughs> right and it, I was like I was trying to tell by the writing are you upset <laughs> is it affecting you emotionally I yeah. don't know what but yeah I've I've heard all of the above. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard it's a very emotional show.
1: Well, apparently it takes a lot of, like, um, instances. Well, it takes a lot of uh, angles with mental health and yeah. Uh, addiction. Yeah,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is another reason kind of why I'm watching it because, you know, not, it doesn't even necessarily have to be us, but we, I think we have people in our lives that are doing all that kind of yeah. stuff, so I was like, you know what, it deals with that and has a day in it, so I'm going right. to check
0: it out. And, and I think Damon's Girlfriend is one of the ones that I saw a post of, God damn it, season two finale, no. <laughs> you hit me. It's like, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, Faro, do you have anything to bring up?
1: I know Ozark season four came out. Mm-hmm. I've not watched that at
2: all. <laughs> I watched some season one.
0: Good show. I, I saw something where people were talking about like comparing it to like Breaking Bad. Is that very Does, does that feel
1: fair? As, as uh, Detective Pikachu said, it's very twisty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a lot of shit in that show. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching like
2: a good half season one. It's pretty intense yeah just wait until you get to season four (laughs) god
0: uh okay well I guess one that I can talk about a little bit that I finally got around to that uh Damon actually very much enjoyed like it was on his best of the year and he was talking to me about it and is also getting a lot of Oscar praise and stuff and that is Eyes of Tammy Faye to help people. Anyone who's hurt mm-hmm. when they feel like they've been left out. God has planned for us.
1: What did he tell you to do this time?
0: Jesus keeps on taking me higher and higher. Jim will preach and I'll sing. Higher and higher. God does not want us to be poor.
1: Higher. Did you call a pleasure? Oh. Now God has a voice in this fight.
0: Who's he fighting?
1: Liberal agenda. Homosexual <laughs> agenda. Faith
0: <laughs> is not political. You can't talk to him like that.
1: Jimmy Falwell is a powerful man, Tammy Faye. She's a firecracker,
0: Jim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was on Damon's Best of the Year, and I understand why. Uh, this biopic look at Tammy Faye and her husband, Jim Baker, uh, being televangelists. If I said that right? Mm-hmm. Um, I And I completely understand... What? Jessica Chastain is up for Best Actress because she's amazing in this. So she finally... She she got out of her funk. Well, yeah. not on her fault, though, but out of her funk. Yeah. And it the, fun, the funniest thing is that some people were complaining that Jessica Chastain just still looks too attractive as Tammy Faye. They're <laughs> <laughs> so like, okay, yeah, how much makeup are you going to put on Jessica Chastain and make her not look good? <laughs> um, but... And Andrew Garfield I thought was pretty dang good but I heard he could have been more cartoonish for some reason. <laughs> Apparently mm. the original Jim Baker actually is more of a cartoon than Tammy. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that that was also a thing going into it. I was like, I, I don't know anything about these people. And this isn't really even a subject matter that I would even follow. Yeah, my stuff. Mom knew a lot about
2: the situation. I just never got around to saying it. Mm-hmm. I know it's on HBO Max right now. Yeah, that's how I watched it.
0: Um... I would say, though, it just follows the whole biopic thing too much, and I'm kind of sick of that now, where it's like the, the meeting and the rise and then the drug addiction and this thing, like, yeah, yeah. And actually a big question I had throughout the entire thing is uh, she has a couple of kids with Jim Baker, And I kept on saying, Where are the kids? Who's watching the kids? Because they're like nowhere here and all this shit is going down. Um, And I felt like there was a good conversation they were having with, you know, uh, like, you know, homosexuals and the AIDS epidemic that was happening Mm -hmm. and stuff. And Tammy was like one of the few that were just, I just love all people. She actually was a good person and actually a good Christian and stuff. How, you know, we wouldn't think they would be. <laughs> uh, Vincent D'Onofrio in that little bit of a role. Like He had, he was only there, I think, on set for like a little bit, but he got probably the most he could out of them. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, as far as biopics go, this isn't my favorite because I don't know how much I would rewatch it. But I would say if you want to see why Jessica Chastain is up for Best Actress, I would say watch it. So, I would probably give it like a C. Just because I was like, hmm, eh. Overall, eh. But, God, Jessica, you're good. <laughs> yeah, she definitely sounds like she carried it a little bit throughout, mm. I guess. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, uh, uh, unless anybody else has something to talk about, I just have one show to talk about, a little, just a tiny bit. All right. And that's a book of Boba Fett. (laughs) Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, since now I haven't finished season
2: one, I guess I'll. I am not a bounty hunter. Hmm. I've heard otherwise.
1: You sit on the throne of your former employer.
0: over ruled with fear. I intend to rule with respect. Yeah, good luck with that. Uh, <laughs> so I was very hyped for this I, because I love Mandalorian and Mandalorian did the thing that I thought nothing would do and that was make me go oh I understand the fandom of Boba Fett now (laughs) because I I never understood it I was like why is this guy revered as a badass because all I've ever seen him is just stand there and then get his ass whipped by a blind Han Solo (laughs) (laughs) Boba Fett where? (laughs) And then he falls in the Starlake pit. And I'm like, why? And apparently there's like, there's like other mediums like books and other things that have explored his character. And I'm like, okay, I get that. But I'm not going to be the one to do that. <laughs> I can't do that. Especially when it comes to reading. I'm not great at that. <laughs> um, you
1: know. Yeah, we knew that during the, uh, during the uh, game show. Okay. <laughs> I'm yeah giving you shit.
0: Um so I was hyped for this because I was like going into it that like tease at the end of Mandalorian two, like, oh shit, it's gonna be like a badass gangster movie, like him, you know, trying to run the streets, you know, mm-hmm. after Java. I'm like, yeah, I'm hyped for this too. So you're not finished. No. Have you finished?
2: Not yet. If you want me to like leave and you, you guys can talk about it? Well, he said he's not finished. Oh, you're not finished yet. Yet. So, nah.
0: how far are you into it? About half. Adam. Same. So, episode four was the last one you saw?
2: Yeah. it was like, yeah, three or four or
0: something in there somewhere. So, did a certain character come at all? Mando? Mando? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would say. Yeah, yeah. Th- th- this is. Not giving anything else away, but that episode and then on is the best. So I've heard. Because I found the actual Bulvett stuff bland and boring. <laughs> Other than when he was with the Tuscan Raiders, I thought that was pretty nice and stuff. But then there were just story choices and things that were done that, when you then get to the season finale and you find out some things, I, I want to know your reaction because I was in like, what? really uh so i i would say that the best way of watching this actually would be finishing season two of mando and then jumping to the episode with mando because that just feels like it starts season three (laughs) pretty much (laughs) and then on it's like that's the best part of that show and even though i don't hate the finale there's things in the finale that i'm like Especially at, like, the wrap-up that I'm like, okay, why am I here then? <laughs> right. So, yeah, I, this was the first kind of disappointment for me. So I'm just now only looking forward to Mando stuff. But I do hope that the Obi-Wan series will oh, be good. Oh, God. Because John Williams yeah. is coming back for that. Are you kidding me? And, uh,
2: Asaka... Oh, yes. Ahsoka. That's uh, incredible. I love um, the casting for I, that. Um, I hope
0: that, Rosario Dawson. Awesome. Yeah, I'm hopeful for that. Yeah. But so far, as far as our shows in this go, it's like Mando, A, almost A+, <laughs> bookable of like a C-, <laughs> only because the second half got better. Um, but yeah. Uh, so that was right. also like Luke
1: Skywalker...
0: Hmm?
1: Are we that far yet?
0: I don't know. I finished it, so.
2: I know. I don't know. Uh, Are you as far as me, I think? Or I you, might be further. You might be further than me. Did
1: Luke show up yet?
2: No.
0: Okay. That's mind. all
1: good. That's all good.
0: Hmm. Not, uh, not surprised. It's just the one thing I'm going to say about that is that ever since now the new trilogy... Ow. Have they been trying to make me not like Luke? Because <laughs> he, there's a thing that he says in this thing that I'm like, you dick.
1: <laughs> you know, a lot of the Jedi stuff was kind of like that, though. You
0: know, like I don't like that, and not allowed to love. Well, and not not to like spoil anything to wood over here, but basically, there's a part where there's like a choice given. And, I, and the person that's being told this choice I was like, well oh, screw you I'm going to do both <laughs> I literally have evidence that you polled why I should have the other one too <laughs> because I can't finish everything with the other one <laughs> right <laughs> um, but yeah uh, guys, that was our catch up, or cats up however you want to say it uh, also been here from our Batman review. Please go listen to that too. Brought the popcorn bucket. Yes, that has an exposed mouth. Also, a hey, uh, exposed brain too. So is that like a Hannibal reference? I don't know. Have you seen Hannibal?
1: We're we're gonna we're gonna get a Hannibal crossover in the Batman. You heard it
0: here first. Hey, if it's the one that Mads Nicholson did. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Man. Um. No, it's Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to complain. True. <laughs> he does seem a bit old for it still. <laughs> but he did just win an Oscar, so. True. What do I know? <laughs> um, guys, I hope you at least had fun, enjoyed talking about these again. Most
1: uh, definitely.
0: Uh,. We already kind of gave away our socials last time, so if they want to know, they can hear about that last time. But Follow
1: me on TikTok. TikTok, TikTok.
0: Uh, again, all my fans.
1: <laughs> <laughs> girl.
0: And, and TikTok is not the alligator, right? Or crocodile. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> hook, hook, hook. <laughs> um, uh, otherwise, guys, I hope you enjoy yourself. Stay safe out there. Go go, go! support the Batman, even though I don't know if I need to say that because all things are selling out. <laughs> uh, but, you know, also check out those smaller ones that are getting talks. Go check out Belfast if it's definitely playing in your theater, which, again, I will I'm very s-
1: sorry that you missed that. <laughs> I will say, like, I got in an hour early to the Batman the first time I saw it, And there was this weird-ass Bollywood movie Mm -hmm. that was playing, like, right before it. Did you ever get the title name? No. (laughs) I just... (laughs) No. It it was over the top, and I was just laughing the entire time at, like, the overuse of slow motion.
2: Was that... I feel like they've... When they're playing the the stuff before the movies, Mm -hmm. I feel like they played something like that. Like, it was, like, a very... Gonna be in theaters very short time
1: so
0: I don't know I'm trying to think of... I don't remember uh, I guess I guess you got a good contrast you know bombastic colorful over the top grounded dark realism <laughs> <laughs> no kidding <laughs> and I've heard that Bollywood movies can be like that so
1: oh yeah most definitely it was just like it was weird for me to walk into that like yeah. right before the Batman started because I was I was going in there expecting like oh, I'm just gonna go in there and just sit in an empty theater. No, there's a movie playing. And... Is there anybody else? Yeah. Oh, there were other people. <laughs> no, there weren't other people. There were other people there to
0: see the Batman. Oh. <laughs> what the hell? Well, we all just got there early. We, we... Well, it, it's just then funny that they're just like, hey, there's another movie play, Just go on and So you. Yeah, there was nobody else in there wanting to see it. I don't expect it was gonna make a lot of money. Depending on the time length you is like you saw one and a half movies that day. You yeah. Know, it was like pretty for much one. half a movie. Like, I don't know who these characters are, but boy, this is weird. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, it was it was
1: a fun time.
0: Yeah, for not knowing anything, you're just like, I'm going like, go. here for the ride. Funny.
2: Woohoo!
0: Pretty much. Uh just like you took like a line of cocaine or something. And you're, ah! Not quite. Not cocaine. <laughs> Maybe like LSD or something like and, that. Oh, they're coming out of the screen. <laughs> um, yeah, that was probably the next interesting thing to hear about that night. It was like, yes, Bollywood, and now the Batman. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but until next time, guys, I hope you enjoy this and you continue on and just keep having a good time. Uh, hopefully shit is actually getting better. Numbers are going down. I, I really hope this stays. Just until another variant. If that it happens, seems to be a reoccurring issue. If that happens again, I'm going to be so... Yeah, knock on wood. <laughs> Well, knock on wood if you turn out to be right. I'll tell you that much right now. <laughs> um, but hopefully, better times are ahead. So, yeah, Please. that is what I'm hoping for. Let um, me go.
1: Let me go. Uh,
0: Till next time, see you guys next.